the incident. Sorry about my lack of communication in the last two weeks. I would say exactly two weeks, because it was exactly two weeks ago today that I, I had my first and only motorbike accident. When I say motorbike, I of course mean moped, which we all drive here. Do love my moped. But from here on in, I'm calling my motorbike, because that's just what we call them. Bought my motorbike for like 200 quid off a mate of mine. I was borrowing it for like a year and a half. <laughs> and then they were leaving Saigon, or they're leaving to go to Saigon. They were like, are you buying that motorbike? I was like, I should probably buy it. And I've just been driving that ever since. One of this insurance, road tax, um, NCT, none of that carry on. Just here's a bike, drive it now which I just find remarkably liberating and refreshing. And I will very much miss my motorbike. But in the nearly four years I've been here, that's right folks, nearly four years I've been here, I have never had an incident on, on my motorbike. Up until last Sunday, sorry, Sunday of two weeks ago. That all changed. Now as you can tell from my tone of voice, everything is fine. Don't you guys go worrying about Casey. Everything is fine. But everything was not fine two weeks ago. I was heading out to meet young Bella in Hoi An. Our plan, I believe, was to go for a jog on the beach, go for a swim in the sea, and then have lunch. Myself, herself, and Amber. That was the plan. Didn't take my usual road. It's about 25-minute drive, coast road. For those at the back, Da Nang is Dublin, and Hoi An is Bray, but it's just a 25 minute drive away. It's not far, it's just 25 minutes away. But this particular morning there was an Ironman on, so it was detoured a little. I stopped for a small bit, the beach road, the coast road is the usual road I would drive. I stopped for a little bit because my friend Cahill's doing it, I was like, I might look out for Cahill. I spent about 10 minutes just kind of, just looking out, just watching them doing their Ironman. And Carl was doing a running, I was like, it'd be nice to see him here, wouldn't it? I'd say he'd love to see me if I was just like, you know, if he was out running and he saw his pal Casey. But that didn't happen, I continued on my way. I hadn't been out the previous night. I was feeling fresh, I woke up, had my coffee, and I was as fresh as a person on a motorbike could be. I won't lie, there are times when I do have the odd tipple and go for a drive. That's you know that's completely unacceptable at home in Ireland but over here that's just, just what we all do all the time and that's that's me just being honest so it's about 9.30 in the morning or half past 9 as we say in the old country and I'm kind of just driving a main road to Hoi An taking the back road but it's still a main road and I'm halfway there probably a little over halfway there and in Vietnam I mean like, went to the, how much detail do we go into about the roads here? But, number one, there's no right away. There's no, like, yield to oncoming traffic. There's none of that. Everything just merges together at the same time. My friend Barry described it as just, like, shoals of fish. Just, just go with the flow. Just go with the shoal of fish. So there's no, like, stop at the roundabout and wait to join the roundabout. Like, you pretty much never stop. I would say... One in 20 people 
just don't obey red lights. They just burn straight through red lights. They just... Now, 1 in 20 doesn't sound like that much, but it's 5%, and it is a hell of a lot of people who just burn through red lights. They just ignore red lights. And then there's the fact that everyone's on their fucking phone all of the fucking time. All things considered, it is somewhat dangerous here. The thing I will say is that no one really speeds. Speeding's not that much of a thing. Ah, it still is, I'm lying. You have these young buffaloes, these young 21, 22 year old guys on mopeds driving exactly as you would expect 21, 22 year old guys to drive. For the most part, people drive slowly, not sensibly, not with a heightened sense of awareness, not with a sense of. not with any sort of fearfulness or any sort of sense of, I better look out for myself here. And that's the way it's always been here. I get on my bike and I just spew expletives for 20 minutes and then I arrive in one piece. That's how I, and I get off my bike and I'm just, and then I'm fine. But for those 20 minutes when I'm on my bike, it is a lot of bad language. I don't think it's a force for bad in my life. I think it may even be a force for good. You just, you know, vent, I suppose. But ultimately it always comes back to the single underlying truth that just get there in one piece. Don't succumb to road rage. Just you drive as safely as you can possibly fucking drive. That all changed last Sunday of two weeks ago. When I'm on the main road and kind of traffic is merging with us, not in the same way that it merges with us at home. So like, like at the oncoming, like you got a junction and you're at a, people are joining your road but they're not like stopped at lights to join your road they're, like coming in from a right angle like a t-junction i suppose and they're coming in to join your main road but they kind of just join with you, just merge with you but as everyone merges everyone slows down and everyone has their hands on their brakes and that's the way it's supposed to work but on this occasion it was i would say a 10 year old boy on a bicycle, no helmet, who was the culprit. I mean, I don't know that much about it. Like, there was, you know, traffic merging with me, as has always been the case for the last four years. But on this occasion, the boy in the bicycle didn't merge with me. He just, like, began merging with me. I don't know if he lost control of his bicycle, but it's like his handlebars just took a sharp, accelerated left. And I was gonna T-bone right into him. Which, of course, would have been a disaster. T-bone straight into a 10-year-old boy on a bicycle. So I did what was the only option available to me at the time, which was to dive left and go down. Just go down. I'm not traveling particularly fast. I'm traveling in about 25 kilometers an hour 30 I don't know again it's Sunday morning I hadn't been out the night before I'd had my coffee and I was just on a Sunday drive to meet my girlfriend I was on paper as prepared as you could possibly be to be in an accident and all I can really say is it was completely unavoidable it was just 100% not my fault.
and 100% unavoidable. Just a kid just lost control of his bicycle just straight across me, like in a split second. With, I probably slammed the brakes and then I veered. I probably clipped his front wheel, but I go straight down, left, follow my left side. Ironically, I'd been having injuries on my right-hand side, and they were just about healed. My right groin and my kind of right wrist. But all of a sudden, it was going to be my left side that gets the burn. I'm wearing, like, wife beater and shorts. I'm getting ready to go for a jog. So, for the most part, it's just exposed skin that's going to hit the ground hard. And, my God, did it. Road rash, they got it motorcyclists and you know cyclists and it's just, just road rash elbow left hip left knee left ankle just all the left side that would skid on the ground that's that's what went down jump back up pretty quick the bikes in the middle of the road I'm furious but I'm kind of jumping and I'm just like, you're in a state of shock, but you're like, get me off the fucking road. This is a busy road. Jumped off the road. Look back to glance who it was. I just wanted to look. I didn't, I didn't see exactly what it was. But there's just like a kid, just a 10-year-old kid on a bicycle, just like, just a look of shock on his face. He's just looking at me. And then the language starts. Then just the fucking fuck, fuck me, you Fucking! I'm just jumping up and down and I'm rubbing myself down and I'm trying to assess the damage and it's okay, I think it's ah, stings, like just stings so bad it's just blood and cuts and bruises and it just burns it's friction burns from hitting the, the hard ground I'm on the pavement now and you know, the guy sitting outside his gaff having a coffee you know quite politely takes my bike off the middle of the road there's kind of a bit of a petrol spill as well because that's what happens when your bike goes down he kind of pulls off the road he hands me some ice don't know where he got that from the woman from across the road comes out with the iodine they don't speak any English but they just kind of leave it on a little table it's like <laughs> I remember the look on the guy's face it's, it was just a like ah yeah road accident is it oh yeah that hurts yeah they, yeah they're tough and I'm just like, ah, 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 ah. I look around, the kid's gone. He has scarpered. It's probably the right thing to do, because I would have chewed the fucking ear off him. Wouldn't have done anything like, but I was just fucking furious. Can't believe. Ah, how bad is it? You're just like, you're, you're in pain, like it's just cuts, it's just bruises, isn't it? It's nothing serious, nothing's broken, nothing's... You know, nothing's fucking dislocated, nothing's fucking... You know, it's it's just temporary, isn't it? You're just kind of like, it's just temporary. Ah, ah, so sore. And it's just... This goes on for about 15 minutes. Just like ice, just ice everything. Didn't use the iodine, because it was like... You're just you're trying to scrape, like, gravel out of your elbow and gravel out of your hip and... It's just grim. And you're just like, it's like how, how bad is it, though? Is it... Or I've... I've cut, I can drive home, can't I? Is my bike okay? Oh, fuck, I've got Wi-Fi, I need to message Bella.
make my way home, drive, make the drive back to Da Nang. I managed to kind of pop into a pharmacy. It's like, well, you know, if I'm popping into a pharmacy and buying iodine and stuff, it can't be that bad, am I? Just get home, you know, wash all the shit out. Showering's horrible. You know, washing shit out with iodine is horrible. Ice, like, what bandages do I need? What bandages work? You know, do I use a dressing? What do we use? Do we use, like, do I need some cream? Is there a special cream I need? I'll leave it there, because I need to go to work, but... Yeah, it's just a week of kind of just soreness, stinging. About ten days into it, I was like, I think I think I'm okay now. I think I'm okay. I think I'm. I think I'm. I think, I'm, I, think I slowed everything down for that week, week and a half. I think I just like okay, I can't can't do any of my favorite things. It's been a fucking theme this year: hand injuries and hip injuries. Fucking up in a great 2022, to be honest with you, in terms of physical health. Although, as I sit here on a Sunday afternoon, sipping coffee, I'm pretty sure I'm back to 100% health. So, you know, what I will say about motorbike accidents, it's no matter how fucking safe you think you drive or however good, air quotes, a drive you think you are, they are an inevitability. I believe strongly in the laws of averages. And it's only a matter of time before it happens. When it does happen, how bad is it going to be? And I can safely say it was very mild in the grand scheme of things because two weeks later and I am back to full health. And happy to be corresponding with you lads. You alright fellas.